Hello and welcome back to the Next Step Help podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the sad truth of being an expert. To start us off, we're going to go to Sam with the definition. So Sam, what does being an expert mean? So to me, being an expert means that that common phrase, putting in 10,000 hours into a chosen specialty and that's where you become a master become an expert you're better than like a million percent of the population you know that's not an actual statistic but you know you get the point right <laughs> so you've you've focused on one thing you've put hours and 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 hours into it and it's almost like you're i don't I, it must at that point make up part of your personality mm-hmm. and so jack like do you want to go a bit more in depth on because i'm interested on how people kind of get to that stage yeah so to become an expert you need to first off decide what you want to become an expert in and from that point you then need to dedicate a substantial proportion of your life to becoming learning you know achieving the status that you want and this like sam said is the the common phrase of ten thousand hours so you need to invest 10,000 hours of your time into learning, researching, practicing this this skill. And through that, you then, because because you get so, you know, your, your skills are so much greater than everyone else, they label you as an expert. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I now want to ask, so, so what does this mean for, like, a person? If, if in that idea of should they become an expert, is it is it worth it? Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. I would think that becoming an expert in something is is is, is, is kind of a choice. Like, from my perspective, mm-hmm. there are two choices. There's, you know, you work really hard, kind of that stereotypical work, like 16 hours a day to become an expert in, like, medicine or something or or i don't know camel breeding probably not that but you know you could be the best in the world there's probably about 10 people who do it so mm-hmm. there you go or or you know you could become the best in the world or whatever you, you're sat at a desk you're working 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 you're doing the thing and if you love the thing if it's your passion then that's not actually necessarily a bad idea you know it's not not the hugest problem i think of sports people for example right if they love the sport mm. then they're going to they're going to be fine training like 10 hours a day for that sport however i do also think that there's 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 definitely an alternative path that can make you just as if not more happy so you know what we do where we kind of just put our fingers in loads of different holes um in order to you know get better at multiple things at the same time you know do a language you do school you do university you do work you have a job you know you you do brain training you write internet content you have an instagram or whatever that you're trying to get off the ground mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know that's also gonna make you a bit stronger because you're not gonna see the one specialist task subject sport whatever as your entire grounding for confidence and your entire personality so say like i'm trying really i'm trying really hard at uh, uh let's say volleyball great example um, you know, I've put in hours and hours and hours and then I get in a game and this actually happened to me Saturday. I froze up and I absolutely fucked it, right? For like 12 points in a row, I just gave the other team points and I froze up. Say I'd been doing volleyball for like, 
years and that's all I'd been doing that you know I, I didn't pay attention at school I was just waiting to go to volleyball training um and then you know that was the only thing I focused on that would break me down right and obviously you know go back to our, our talk of failure that still hurt on Saturday but I built myself up I was like all right whatever I can just go home and, and think about all the other things I've succeeded in and then go to volleyball and just be like listen this is important to me but it's not the number one thing it's not the only thing in my life and I suppose the problem with becoming an expert is it's almost high risk high reward exactly and that's probably the biggest sort of reason either you want to or you don't so if you never truly decide to invest in in like your one area and the the more niche you know the fewer hours of time you'll need to become an expert but it's still going to be a substantial amount of time but you know it's it's this thing of how what results do you really want because if you don't want you know incredible you know to 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 change everything to change the industry you know if you don't dream that big then you don't need to do this mm. and it may mean like you're not sort of that happy with you know you, you know it's always going to be slightly crap you're never going to get exactly what you want and you can use the Pareto principle which is you know 20% of the inputs gives you 80% of the outputs and this can be fine for quite a lot of people who want you know the idea of a balance in their life but if you truly want to become an expert, you're investing, you know, the 80, you know, the 100 hours to get all of the results, not just the the 80% with the 20, if mm. that makes sense. And Gary V, he has a really interesting take of um, to be an effective entrepreneur, you need self-awareness. And through this self-awareness, it allows you to recognize your strengths and your weaknesses. And he says, instead of trying to do everything yourself, recognize your strengths, recognize your weaknesses, then focus on your strengths and employ other people where you're weaker in. Mm. So say I'm less good at, you know, creating blogs or whatever, I would steer clear and get someone else to do that for me who's better. Mm. And this this is something that I want to chat to you. So do you think it's an effective strategy? Because fundamentally doing this, you are going to focus your the majority of your time you're going to become more of an expert quicker into those mm. strengths that can build or do you think it's more effective to you know spend this sort of time trying to even yourself out bid jackable trades but a master of none mm. i think that's a very good nuanced kind of mm -hmm. question and there is a nuanced position to take and when i was you know, I, I think school is a great example because that when you're at school, if you want good grades, if you want to do well at school, that becomes like the, the meat of your sandwich of a day, right? And I suppose that you can kind of make a compromise because, you know, being an expert, I know I said it earlier, but kind of disagree with my previous statement is being an expert doesn't mean, oh, I wake up, like say I wanted to be an expert in philosophy. I wake up, open my philosophy book, Read, 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 write, 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 read, 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 write, 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 read, 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 write, write, write. Okay, now I go to bed. Like it's been 16 hours, now I go to bed. That's not really how it works. And if you're, that's not the effective way to do it either, right? So I think you can almost have like a an expertise without being stuck in that one thing. It becomes like your main kind of point, your main purpose. So for us right now, it would be this business. And then that's undeniable. Um, 
but it's not like we've stopped you know you haven't stopped meditating i haven't stopped doing volleyball you know we still have other things mm -hmm. but i suppose it's more like back to the video games main quest side quests i mean i mean mm -hmm. and, and i suppose that what that, that what that achieves for you is you know you use kind of the side quests you know, all that holistic self-improvement that we talk about mm -hmm. to get better at the main quest yes but i'm i'm this is still part of the podcast it's not just me asking you but we could have such a like we could we could do this business more effectively and quicker if we dedicated everything to it mm. like your like your example of philosophy get up right, right okay right. yeah yeah, yeah. You know, work, work, work. but fuck me would that be really really boring <laughs> right like that would be awful we hate it we'd actually absolutely despise it if i have to work on this business like a sweatshop child you know <laughs> like like imagine i wake up at like 5 a.m oh open notion open you know bloody yeah, spotify yeah. analytics whatever mm. gotta gotta practice the seo like yeah we probably do better but we wouldn't even want to do better because we just want to go to bed right it, there's nothing you'd want to do and the problem with that is you'll burn out you'll burn out so quick that you 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 will go back to, you won't go back to doing like okay i don't I, like i really have been working a lot recently i don't want to work today but i'll do meditation i'll go for a run i'll play sport you know i'll do something fun with my friends no it will become you'll have planned to work today you'll wake up you'll be like fuck this and then you'll go and like watch porn watch netflix binge eat some junk food and like you'll you'll break you'll you'll burn out that's that's exactly the phrase right so that would so be my 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 counterpoint your take yes and i think i think it's very important so from this clearly become an expert is is something i mean most people would want to become the best in their field whatever they choose yeah and we need to sort of bring in the idea of how can we effectively do this without wanting to kill ourselves in the morning. Mm. So it's, it's this idea of balance. And I've read a book which I really enjoyed, and it was by Greg McEwen, and it's called Essentialism. And the, the sort of idea and the premise of this book is that we should focus and sort of, you know, the, the paradigm we need to look through is to do less but better so fewer items in the day but to a higher quality and it's sort of a sad thing because you've got to you've got to accept that i'm never going to be the best basketballer i'm never going to you know do all of these things that i'd like to you know there's a little bit of me who go oh i'd love to be you know dunking them balls on the basketball court or playing a giant rock concert for millions of people yeah and you have to accept that you're never going to be doing that unless you like, unless that's your one thing, which most people, it isn't. It's a, it's mm. a nice idea. But then when you go through it, it's like, well, I didn't really want to do that. So mm. he talks about, you need to choose, you know, the, the most important things in your day, whatever they can be. So one of them could be work, like for Sam and I is this business. And instead of doing, you know, all of these waffle tasks on the side, we're just putting, most of our time into that to get the best results out and it's doing fewer things but to a higher quality standard i have a question so you said for most people that's not going to be you know basketball becoming a you know famous mm -hmm. musician mm -hmm. do you really think that if someone like sticks to that goal that that's going to be impossible for them 
No, but for me, I was trying to build on the idea that most people have an idea of what they'd like, mm. but when they get there, it turns out it isn't really what they like. And you have to be so set and truly like, no, because most people want, this is the bit which is like, how persistent and how much faith and how much desire do you have to achieve that goal? Because you could really want, you know, I want to perform a rock guitar for, you know, millions of people, but I don't want to sit down in my bedroom and grind out, you know, Hmm. for hours and hours, be a roadie, putting a giant speaker in the back of a van, driving it to to a pub to play for a bunch of drunk people and then you know doing that for three years before anything even happens hmm i I see what you mean what i just wanted to get is that like i don't think we should limit people's kind of goals your goal should be whatever you want it to be and and i I think that is something you can achieve but i suppose you need to be aware that I, i suppose this goes back to the problem of being an expert in the first place that you know if you imagine you work really really hard being a rocker and then you start like and then you 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 know no one shows up to one of your gigs or no one buys your new album like literally zero people you know these zero streams on spotify and you're just sat there like oh shit you know that is kind of the problem with it and but i think that's a problem with it goes back to our episode on failure is it's it's, it's important don't 100%. so you could try and do like 12 things at once and mm-hmm. You know, you failed one thing, but you don't really care because you've got 11 other things to, to worry about. And and what that does is it just means, okay, well, I failed that one thing, but I got 11 other things to deal about. Okay, I failed that one thing, but I've got 10 other things. You see the problem, it goes back and back and back. And then suddenly, oh shit, I failed everything because yes. because of a lack of focus. I mean, do you agree with that? Because I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it in my head and going around. I, and... I think, yes. Yeah. So for me, the idea that if you were a musician and you, you'd failed, you know, nobody's downloaded anything. You've got a choice there. Either you can keep going, and mm. eventually, if you if you just keep on keep on going, you know, you don't ever stop. Half the like, there's a famous poet who only got his big break at like age fifty, and like he was writing a long time before that. And if you can commit, like this is the thing you want more than anything, you will get there. But most people don't have that, you know, in them. Well, I'm sure they have it in them somewhere, but they they're ignoring it. They're finding the easier things are more easy, mm. and. I think that you can shorten the distance between where you are and your goal if you have that finite focus. If you're not doing 11 other things, but you're doing like fewer things but better. Mm. So you've got 11. So imagine I split my day into 12 parts, you know, all doing different things. I've now got 12 bits of energy that I can choose, like on your video game thing when you're choosing the stats of your, of your guy. <clears throat> so either I can do that. Or I can much better like structure my day and have three things that I do. Mm. Each of them have got four in them. Or like theoretically, ideally, you'd have one thing that's got twelve blocks in it. Because mm. that way, you're going to have so much more time and energy to place into it and be more effective out of it. So, twelve different activities, but all working towards the same general goal. Mm just just one thing so if i said i want to become like a professional musician that is just my music 12 things on music as opposed to music volleyball cooking yeah no exactly that, that's what i meant it's like okay yeah. so i want to you know it's, it's not like when we say we work on this business 24 7 we do that we, we don't first of all we don't do that what i mean is when we work on this business when we say that we don't mean that we're sat there like just mm. staring at a screen for like 12 hours a day you know there's there's different 
uh, branches in that. So, you know, you spend, say we do like five hours a day on it. We do more than that. But, you know, this is a great example for me. You know, one hour will be on planning podcasts. One hour will be on editing YouTube videos. You know, another hour filming TikToks you know instagram and then blogs like that those that's what i meant like five different activities working towards the same general goal yes and this is this is quite an interesting idea so it, it i don't know how it fits into the sort of frame as being an expert but you could be an expert in self-improvement mm. and this requires you to spend your your <clears throat> 12 blips a day doing you know meditation journaling all of these positive habits and growing and reflecting Hmm. if that makes sense because that's that's how your time you put into the self-help category and learning is sort of distributed in like actual tasks that you can do and work on if that makes Hmm. sense yeah i mean i wonder about that being an expert in self-improvement because self-improvement kind of inherently has like Hmm. i could be i could that for me i see that and i think that's too general I think self-improvement is is more like a, a philosophy, like a life philosophy to subscribe to rather than something you can become an expert in. Because say I want to become an expert in self-improvement, then, you know, I have to do cold showers. You know, I need to be, you know, I need to be really good at a, a, like an activity, a physical activity, um, or at least practice it every day or a lot. You know, I need to be really good at meditation. I need to be really good at all this, 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 and this. So I think that I disagree. I think self-improvement yeah. is something that you subscribe to as a life philosophy and, and it's almost like a like a power up that you get and it helps you achieve your goal. It's like a, it's like a it's almost like a like a shortcut, right? Because you know, if you if we talked about the guy earlier who wakes up at 5 a.m., opens his book, studies, 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 closes his book, it's 11 p.m., goes to bed, wakes up the next day, does the same thing. Mm-hmm. That person is going to you know, they're working hard, but they're not working smart. They're not, you know, developing the skills that you get from meditation, the focus you get from meditation. They're not getting the, you know, the, the endorphins from physical activity. And so whilst their main goal doesn't change, being subscribed to a philosophy of self-improvement does. So I wouldn't say that self-improvement is something you become an expert at unless, like us, you're coaching, right? Because that, that's different. Do you not think you would gain that focus and that meditative sort of flow state through your work? So if I <clears throat> I decide I'm going to focus, you know, 12 hours a day on this one thing, mm. then therefore you're going to you're going to grow, you're going to deepen your flow state, that sort of thing. Well, I, I can give anecdotal evidence on this. I used to, for my GCSEs, which are the exams we do when we're like 16 in the UK, mm. I fucking was was i lock myself in a room and have all the books there i just wouldn't do anything like i'd look at them i'd stare at them there would be no like distractions you know there'd be no no nothing i just stare at them i wouldn't do anything and it reminds me of the big do you remember the beginning of limitless the movie with uh bradley cooper it's like like look at him in the beginning of limitless like he spends all of his days trying to write that book sat in front of the computer and he doesn't do anything suddenly when he's like when he's improving you know he improves his hair he improves his clothes he improves his look. i know it's a movie but you know it's how we how we learn it it really proves the point i'm trying to make he improves his hair improves his look he starts going running he learns languages and suddenly that book is done mm. he did also take a pill which increased his focus like 300 times but yes yes i think that's a, that's a good point and for me the the sort of thing i do i do understand that you need you need balance 
<clears throat> but I think there's a guy called Alex Hormozzi who who's a, a very successful businessman and he brings up sort of self-help ideas and for him his routine is an anti-routine so instead of trying to fill up his day with all this sort of stuff he just takes everything out and he goes so he wakes up in the morning has a cup of coffee and then sits down and does eight hours of work on the most important thing hmm. and for, from like this young your point is the fact that he does those eight hours and then like after the eight hours he's he's you know doing the other stuff hmm you know, chilling, enjoying his time. Also, you know, probably sleeping quite early because he wakes up at four and goes to like twelve. But yeah, it's it's interesting, him, right? <clears throat> it is yeah, interesting. Yeah, for him, it was the focus on the most important thing first, and he did also say that he did this for a stage in his life, and this is mm. the the next sort of part of the podcast that I'd like to bring up. So he did this for eighteen months and went from. Like one thousand pounds worth of you know capital to growing a company to twelve, a uh, hundred and twenty million in eighteen months, just through doing eight hours a day. Drop shipping on that on that one thing. <laughs> no, he wasn't drop shipping, but he was running four businesses. At the yeah, same time. that that actually makes and, sense to me. But during this time, he'd he'd said so. His his goal was not to, you know meditate or do you know any of this stuff but mm. he he so he did the bare minimum that needed to like maintain his stuff so he'd go to the gym twice a week okay and that was you know enough for him mm. to still feel you know all right in his body while balancing the eight hours of work that he did okay so i so i actually kind of i understand that and i agree with it um i actually think that's quite it's quite an admirable thing and i, I kind of I want to see myself doing that. And I have. I mean, I used to, you know, wake up at five, do my exercise, and then I go to an office and work until like 6 p.m., right? So I'd do like, what, 7.30 till 6 p.m. every day. While I was, like, last year of exams, final terms. That's what I do. And I, I enjoyed it, first of all. But second of all, I didn't... First of all, I don't. I think that is something everyone can do and get into. But if I hadn't done the self improvement before, you know, if I hadn't been used to getting up at five a.m., if I hadn't been used to like, you know, do running and meditation to push myself through uncomfortable situations, cold showers are similar. If I hadn't gained that focus and from dopamine detox and like being able to resist temptation and distraction, uh, you know, NoFap as well, giving me that discipline and, and that drive. If I hadn't had all of those things, I don't think I would have been able to do it. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's it's something that we're going to do a podcast on in the future, and it's it's deep work and how how you can effectively. So you've set around this eight block of time, eight block, eight uh, eight hour mm. block of time to do the most important thing. You need to use that time smart. So yeah. <clears throat> you want to work smart, not like harder, if that makes sense. So you don't want to just like set eight hours and. In the eight hours, there's only three decent hours of work. You need to learn, and we're going to do an episode on how to learn and how to improve this, of how to sit in that deep work, do the most important things to the, like, the highest quality as you can. And then this is why Alex Hormozzi works from 4 a.m. up until 12, because after that, he finds that his work just isn't as good. Mm. For him, the morning is when he's most creative, all that sort of, you know, everything's better for mm. him in the morning. So that's when he does it. Yeah, and I, I suppose that's, you know, when it comes to being an expert, then, mm-hmm. if we're going to look at, you know, how to be an expert, mm-hmm. 
and almost it's like a common myth it's not even a myth that's like promoted you know like there are myths about porn that are promoted and like scientifically and stuff and you know this one's not even a myth that's promoted it's just kind of a collective consciousness maybe it's a cope that we all have you know, an expert has to, like, practice for hours and hours and hours and, oh, they don't have a life. Um, you know, that, that might be a cope we all have because we, we, we can't see, you know, we're trying to find a reason that we can't be that good. And, that, and I think that's actually a lie. I think that you can be an expert in something with, yes, it's the thing you focus on a lot and you will spend a lot of hours just looking at, you know, studying, 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 whatever. Um, however, I think that, this is almost a bit meta but to be an expert in being an expert you have to um realize that first of all this is not my person this is a thing i do this is this is something i should be proud of but failure in it doesn't mean failure for me as a person and i think that's a very difficult thing to get grasp when the, when you've spent so much time on something i think that and that is somewhere where you know mindfulness meditation will help you know that there are there are there are what I'm trying to, I'll tell you, Jack, what I'm trying to do is break away from the idea that if I want to be an expert, I need to study hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and just make yes. it my life. You, because I, I fundamentally disagree with that. And if that is what it takes to be an expert, I don't think it's worth it because you can get to almost expert level without having to sacrifice everything. That's the bit that I want to talk on. So, yes, if you want to become an expert or, or considerably better than the majority of people, you need to have that as a priority. And that needs to be one of the main things that you spend your time doing. Hmm. with that like it doesn't have to be the only thing that you're doing and this sort of comes back to the the, the shift and the, the phases of alex homozy and it can be sort of very well exampled by tim ferris so tim ferris is a best-selling author of a book called the four-hour workweek which is very you know big in the self-help industry but it's it's little known that he was a professional no he was a he's a world champion at some martial art in china he was a professional tango dancer down in Latin America. He's done all of these things. And the way he's done it is he's decided. So when he became like a professional tango dancer in, in Latin America, he decided he, he for two years, I think it might have been two or three, that was all he was going to do. So he, he went to Brazil. He found a coach. He'd live and sleep tango mm. until he got incredible. And he was using the 80-20 rule. So he's never going to be, he's not going to be as good as someone who's spent, you know, 40 years of their life doing tango. But because he's done three years of just focus, he's going to be considerably better than someone who does, you know, an hour a week for you mm. know, however long. And this was a stage in his life that he then did. And he, he became a professional tango dancer. And after he'd achieved that goal of, you know, wanting to do that, he said, okay, what can I do next? And then he went to some Asian country and became a professional uh, martial artist. There was a, there's a interesting loophole to how he won the, his title. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go into it because it's a good story. So he, he'd water fast the day before, yeah. uh, like the week before. So he'd be in a much lower weight category than he, he should have been considering yeah. his build. Yep. Then he drank loads of water. And instead of fighting these martial artists who'd been training to fight since they were like three years old, so like 20 years of just time, because he'd been over there for maybe two years, the, <laughs> the way that he won this World Championships was he'd run at the other person. And of course, the other person's 
not been taught that in this martial art people <laughs> run at you. So he's running backwards. And what Tim would do is he'd run them off the off the like yeah, yeah. grid and he'd 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 do this and the whole crowd was booing because it's like mm. we what are you doing? We don't want to watch this. So he did this round after round after round until he won the actual thing. Because they weren't <laughs> able to do it. He just run at people, pick them up and then push them out the arena. And that's so weird. They did they did because of the rules of the game they had to give him the win. So uh, he was a so professional you know, martial artist. He's a professional bull champion. by the sound of it. Effectively, yeah, he's a professional bully. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. But so this is sort of the idea that he balanced the different things he wanted to do in his life with different stages. So he'd go, I want to be a tango dancer. So he set two years of his life and he went and became a tango dancer to mm. a very high standard. So I suppose that is an interesting thing as well, is don't pin yourself down with a single <clears throat> expertise. Don't say, mm-hmm. okay, I've spent 10 years doing maths i'm gonna be the best mathematician for the rest of my life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because number one like what is going on there (laughs) (laughs) no i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking some people really like maths for some reason you know you know say like i spent 10 years and i was i was doing we were doing this business for 10 years and it became really really successful and then one day jack went i want to go and be a professional bull in a asian martial art for some reason i'd be like you know what go for it mate because you almost want to, it's a balance between, you know, grinding and grinding and becoming an expert in one thing and becoming really, really good at it, whilst also trying to enjoy as much as life can offer. And becoming an expert in one thing doesn't just teach you that thing. Say I became an expert in ice hockey skating, or just ice hockey, actually, I don't know why I said ice hockey skating. Say I became an ice, an, ice, an expert in ice hockey, okay? That's not just going to teach me how to be good at ice hockey. That's going to teach me resilience, that's going to teach me it's going to physically build up my body it's going to teach me teamwork it's going to teach me discipline you know that that and that those are holistic skills right and so those can be applied to other things i want to become an expert in and so i wonder jack my, my 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 question to you is when is the point where you can say to yourself okay i want to move on is is that the same point for everyone or is it just a completely subjective thing it's it's i think it's completely subjective and i want to say that if you become a master in one thing like ice hockey skating <laughs> then you you grow all these holistic skills that will help you become a master an expert in other things quicker but the the thing that you're like training in each of these different expertise is the like actual motor movements that you need to do this thing mm. but back to your thing of do i want to like it, it, it comes down to everyone's sort of ideas and if they want to be you know the best in the world at they've had this goal forever then that's the thing that they should focus on and you know keep doing it until you're not and keep doing it until like you get to the point where you're no longer that thing and you know either either you know your time has come and it's passed as in like it the the amount of effort i can no longer physically or mentally give the amount of effort that is needed to keep up with the the younger people in the sport world Mm. or you go like I just, I just want to be better than most people at X thing. Mm. And therefore you go, okay, well, I'm going to get, dedicate two years. And think, like, my favorite thing is, like, when you when you do these things to become an expert in, like, if you, if you stop doing them, you still remain, like, retain a very, very high, like, capacity to do that thing if needed. Yeah. So you could, you could study, you know, the guitar for, for two years, just, like, every day. 
become very good and then you know put it down for a while and then you know later on in life you can pick it up and everyone thinks like i don't know you play the guitar you go well i spent two hours two years of my life doing it ah it's it's an interesting subject really because it's mm. so it's so nuanced right because Mm. you know if we look at it from a from a black and white perspective you've got two paths you've got master of one thing jack of all trades and those are the two options but that's not actually true like most dichotomies that's not true and and so i suppose what we've been trying to do in this podcast is talk through you know the you know try and kind of debunk both of them so it's it's a very nuanced area you have to look into and it's something that you know well i suppose 50 60 70 80 years ago someone would go into a profession just talking about you know, work and they would become an ex that would be their profession for life you know you you, you become a an engineer you go into the engineer company and you'd, you'd rise in the ranks you know you go into a marketing company you'd rise in the ranks you become the best and you, that would be reflected by you being at the top nowadays things have changed right so especially in business so if you want to be the best you know social media person you don't exactly have to do it for years you just have to be the most actually i'm not even going to finish that sentence but because because it's so it's so just mad you you do like to become an expert and to maintain it being an expert you do need to carry on putting down that effort well you just said that you didn't well, no, 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 no. If you so, if I if I do it and then stop, my skills are going to fade a bit. But if I pick it up again, it's going to be a shorter learning curve to where I was. So you're saying that that all activities are worth it in some regard. There's none, none, none of it is yeah. a waste of time. Okay, yeah. No, no, I wouldn't say that. But then, like, you need to constantly, effectively, because everyone else is coming up beneath you or whatever. Mm. No, we say don't don't compare to other people. But you need to keep mastering your skills. Otherwise, you get in that comfort zone of being, you know blah 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 mr fantastic in whatever aspect you want to do mm. and part of me part of me feels that if i did become an expert or like quite a lot better than some people in some things maybe part of me would be like okay you know what I, i've really enjoyed this and i want to keep going and that way you sort of branch into the one thing but you know if you do it do it for two years and you go you know what i think i've self-actualized this and hamza brings this up so he's self-actualized himself in maslow's hierarchy of needs and from there, he's gone, okay, so what do I want to do now? And he goes, I want to explore the world. Or, mm. you know, I want to, I want to try a new sport. And I think this is how you can do it. But it's, it's, it's definitely tough. And it's not a philosophy or lifestyle that is practiced by many. No. If, if anyone, actually, I know. Most people because... will do that thing where they'll start a new hobby, like, once. And they'll be like, oh. Like, like a great example is guitar, right? Because especially blokes, I want to get a guitar. I'm going to get good at guitar because every girl loves someone who plays guitar. Guitar is cool and guitar is the best. And um, that's a banjo, mate. That doesn't count. Um, <laughs> that ain't going to get you any girls, <laughs> you know, playing the banjo. 100%. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so what I'm trying people... to say is that people will do that and then they will... You know, they'll pick it up, they'll do it once, and they'll be like, yeah, I could see myself doing this, like, every day. I'm going to practice for 12 hours a day. I'm going to be the best ever. And then, like, day three comes, and they're just they're just playing video games again. And I suppose the first step to becoming an expert in anything, or just becoming not shit at it, not mediocre, you know, getting yourself off the ground from novice to adept, is break through that barrier of, oh, I don't want to do this today. And that, and that what I suppose what I was trying to say earlier, that is what self-improvement will teach you through you know running through yeah, working out 
doing the hard things even when you don't want to someone said that i can't remember who um <laughs> so yeah um anything you want to add before we finish off today jack yeah you need to truly want to become an expert and like you just need to it's going to suck in the process of doing it because you're going to be so you know it's like, oh, when you're starting off it's going to be you know rubbish to the results that you could get mm. but you need to look at someone else so i can think of a mate and part of me thinks is different when you're younger and at school because school is is someone else has put that on you and this mm. is like this is your 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 sort of expertise at the moment yeah but I can think of one of my mates who started playing guitar and he stuck with it. And he's now a really, just a, like, honestly, an incredible guitar player at this point. So he's he's done that, but he's balanced that. So one hour a day with his work, hmm. you know, with his school. But, you know, someone else could get to a similar level if they decided for two years that's what they were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, it's it's the good good thing to, like, you, you can do it if you want, you know. It's it's less difficult in the sort of perspective of oh it's not going to take that many you know years of time but it will take two of like incredible focus. Mm. And yeah. This I, I wouldn't I wouldn't use this as an excuse to not pick up and try new things. If mm. That makes sense. So don't use this mindset of oh I'll never be an expert as an excuse for not trying something new or not not having a go with new things because. You know, you'll never know if you want to be an expert unless you try it. And yeah. there's there's sort of a, a threshold for you know you're you're so crap you can barely play to a you know you know a playable state. Or like, yeah, so like, and this getting... is this is the bit where you don't know how to play the guitar at all. You can play some chords. Yeah, and that that bit yeah. is always very quick, isn't it? When you go from not knowing anything from zero knowledge to decent knowledge, you know mm-hmm. anything that is that is a big, that's a quick step to take. So I'm sure because because if you don't know anything, you're going to remember the basics very easily because you, there's not a lot to remember about that thing. Right. So so, you know, and, and I guess it might be the same for motor function as well, because, you know, say you're trying to learn a sport or an instrument, you know, your your motor functions are going to quickly pick up the initial stuff. And, and that, that's a, that's more of a reason to try more things, because. The more things you try, the more quicker you are going to find your passion that you want to make yourself an expert in. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the big climax of the episode, which is you know try and find your find your why or find something that you can be passionate about that is you know a general positive thing that brings you a sense of purpose, mm. and then from that decide to you know for two years hit it hard, give it everything you've got, and yeah, so there's a good story of John Krasinski, who's uh, Jim from The Office, who's who said that he wanted to become an actor, and his mum goes, okay, uh, I'm going to give you, you know, nine months to become an actor, and if you don't do that, then you've got to start looking for someone else. And in that nine months, he's like, oh, shit, well, I better give it everything I've got every mm. day because I really want to do this. Yeah. And Gary Gary V also hits this point home of, if you, if you want to create a business, you've got to be happy eating shit for two years to then eat the caviar in year three. And yes it's true all right and it's something you've got to do all right very very so that's an interesting episode there it was um it was very back and forth i think in what is your conclusion jack is it expert or is it jack of all trades <laughs> jack of all trades uh, yeah well ironically i think 
being the jack of all trades through choosing to be an expert in something for a set period of time mm. is is the way to do it if you want like if you truly want to be big in this world and have a loud presence and from that you know you might be stuck in a passion for like longer than that or you might you might dip in and out but it's all good and effectively i think the one thing we can take is use the philosophy of an expert which is giving it a hundred percent really prioritizing and not not faffing about on it into whatever you do mm. so and that would be mine your conclusion is jack of all trades and master of some yes yes all right i mean that that's using the philosophy of you know giving giving your expertise giving everything you've got to everything you do yeah and and maybe not necessarily being like i'm going to be the best at uh, like 12 things a day but being okay i'm going to choose one or two things today that I'm going to make my focus, that I'm going to make my passion, that I'm going to push, push, push on, instead of... And, but I might do other things, you know. Like, I run every day, but I'm not out here trying to be the best, you know, trying to trying to be like, I'm going to beat the gazelles one day. You know, I don't really care about... I mean, I care about progress in running to some extent, but I, I more care about just doing the run because I find it fun and I know it's good for me. The business, however, I'm not just doing the business because it's fun. You know, I'm trying to improve it make it better it is fun for me but that's not why i'm doing it right and and that's the difference ladies and gentlemen between mm. between some between something which is your focus and something which is helpful and beneficial and something you should definitely do and teaches you great things however it's not necessarily something where you're like okay i need to be the best at this and so thank you everybody for watching i think that's everything any one i did ask you this like 20 minutes ago but one last thing jack one last thing yes uh, for me, it's the idea that, like, you, even though, like, for most of your life, your your one expertise will be in your work because that's how people, you mm. know, spend most of the time. But you need to think of, like, work is something I do so that I can do this bit here. Mm. You know, my, my free time, my fun stuff. And in here, you can still prioritize, you know, these, these six hours when you get home. Three of them is going to be into X. And usually in the self-improvement, it's, this is my side hustle so that then I can have all of these hours free when this, you know, is self-sufficient. Yeah, so I suppose having two things, so the one thing that like you should, in my opinion, if you're going to do a job, if you're going to go to work, do it the best you can. Make yourself as good as you can because one, it makes it more fun, you know, when you're trying to improve at that job and two, it um, it makes you more likely to earn more money which which will eventually down the line give you more free time and make, you know, that, that which will make it so you can actually find your 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 personal passion and make that more of, a, of yes. a thing in your life and so we're going to end the episode here thank you everybody so much for watching i hope you found this episode useful if you did check out our website nextstephelp.net for affordable affordable jack how affordable is it what's the price very affordable 25 dollars a month 25 dollars a month for coaching one-to-one -one, personalized coaching Listen, we've had clients through. They've loved it. We've got testimonials. They love it. So check us out on our website, nextstephelp.net. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Peace. Ba, 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 ba. 40 minutes.